We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. Sin, in other words, could not rule. Satan could not rule. Poverty could not rule them. Sickness and disease could not rule over them. Amen. Because you see, God made a covenant and set up a, a, a priesthood and set up a sacrifice for the sins. Glory to God so that the blessings, the curse might not come, but the blessings might come. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his classic teaching, redeemed from poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. You don't want to miss this powerful teaching. Also, later in this program, I'll tell you about this month's special offer. Right now, here's Brother Hagan with today's teaching. Now you can open your Bibles again to the third chapter of the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now I want to call your attention to, to two other verses in this third chapter of Galatians. The last verse, the 29th verse. And if ye be Christ, are ye his? Are you Christ? Then are ye Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. We fell heir to Abraham's blessing. Now notice the seventh verse of this same opening, the third chapter. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, well, that's us, because by grace are you saved through faith. What about we which are of faith? The same are the children of Abraham. Well, we're not the physical, we Gentile, because he said that the blessings of, of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. We Gentiles are not the physical children of Abraham or the physical seed, but thank God we're the spiritual seed and the spiritual children of Abraham because we've got the same kind of faith he had. Praise God. Amen. Now notice the text in the 13th verse said, Christ hath redeemed us. As we pointed out in the other services, if we read that far, we know he redeemed us, but we don't know what he redeemed us from. So many times, folks only think of themselves as being redeemed from sin. Well, that's not even part of what the Bible teaches. Just a little bitty part to tell the truth about the matter. No, he redeemed us from what? What did he redeem us from? It tells you right here, the curse of the law. I'm redeemed from the curse of the law. And whether you know it or not, you are redeemed from the curse of the law. Now, it won't do you any good unless you know it. Amen. And that's the reason that we must teach and preach God's Word so folks will know. Well, we're redeemed from the curse of the law. What is the curse of the law? There's only one way to find out. That's to go back to the law. Now, the expression, the law, as is found in the New Testament, refers either to the Ten Commandments are to the first five books of the Bible called the Pentateuch. Well, there's nothing in the Ten Commandments about the curse. But you go back to those first five books of the Bible and you can readily see what the curse is. Number one, it's spiritual death. God said, the day thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Amen. 
Now you might turn just a moment to the book of Romans, and I want to show you something, the fifth chapter of the book of Romans. The Romans chapter 5, and I want you to notice uh, what the scripture said. Let's start reading here with the 12th verse. Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Wherefore is by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin. Now, stop a moment, and here's what I want you to see. The one man he's talking about is Adam. The death he's talking about is not physical death, though physical death did come that way. The death he's speaking about here is spiritual death. Now, let's prove it to you. Let's go on reading, and you'll see it. Wherefore is but one man sin into the world, and so death by sin, so death, Again, that spiritual death now has passed upon all men for that all have sinned. Now look at the 13th. But until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there's no law. Now look at the 14th verse and you'll see what I'm talking about. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. Notice that he said death reigned from Adam to Moses. Well, he couldn't be talking about physical death because physical death continued on after the time of Moses. But there was a cessation of death, spiritual death, reigning at the time of Moses. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. At the time of Moses, death didn't reign anymore. So he's talking about spiritual death, not physical. Now, why? Because, you see, God set up the Levitical priesthood whereby sacrifice was made. And then penalty of breaking God's law would not fall upon the people. The sins of the people were confessed over the head of the scapegoat, you remember. And they was turned loose in the wilderness and judgment fell out there and stood upon them. You see, uh, poverty and sickness is a part, goes right along with spiritual death. And so death did not, death, uh, there, nevertheless death reigned from Adam to Moses. But at the time of Moses, death didn't reign anymore. So he can't be talking about physical death because people kept on dying physically. But spiritual death did not reign over them. Reign means rule. R-E-I-G-N, reign, rule. Spiritual death. Sin, in other words, could not rule. Satan could not rule. Poverty could not rule them. Sickness and disease could not rule over them. Amen. Because, you see, God made a covenant and set up a, a, a priesthood and set up a sacrifice for the sins. Glory to God so that the blessings, the curse might not come, but the blessings might come. All right. So then the first uh, curse was spiritual death. Then we go to the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy and we find that the second curse was poverty. And we, we studied that last night. Now, let's notice, let's go again to the 28th chapter of the book of Deuteronomy and notice that sickness is a curse of the law. I mean, what could be plainer? Now, notice, Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, we'll start reading again with the 15th verse. But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all of his commandments and his statutes which I command thee this day, that all of these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Cursed shalt thou be in the city. Cursed shalt thou be in the field. Cursed shall be thy basket and thy store. That's poverty. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body, the fruit of thy land, the increase of thy kind, the flocks of thy sheep. Cursed shalt thou be when thou comest in. Cursed shalt thou be when thou goest out. That's poverty. Now let's go on reading. 
The Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vexation, and rebuke in all that thou settest thine hand unto far to do until thou be destroyed and until thou perish quickly because of the wickedness of thy doings whereby thou hast forsaken me. Verse 21. The Lord shall make the pestilence cleave unto thee until he hath consumed thee from off the land where thou goest to possess it. Verse 22. The Lord shall smite thee with the consumption and with a fever and with the sword and with blasting and with mildew and they shall pursue thee until thou perish. Now notice verse 27, 28, and 29. The Lord will smite thee with the botch of Egypt and with the emeralds and with the scab and with the itch whereof thou canst not be healed. The Lord shall smite thee with madness and blindness and astonishment of heart and thou shalt grope at noonday as, as the blind gropeth in darkness and thou shalt not prosper in thy ways and thou shalt be only oppressed and spoiled evermore and no man shall save thee. Now notice verse 35. The Lord shall smite thee in the knees and in the legs with a sore botch that cannot be healed from the sole of thy foot unto the top of thy head. Now notice verse 58, 59, 60, and 61. If thou wilt not observe to do all the words of this law that are written in this book. So this is a book of the law, isn't it? Isn't it? What could be clear? And then this is, sickness is a curse of the law. All right, let's go on reading. If thou wilt not observe to do all the words of this law that are written in this book, that thou mayest fear or reverence, have a holy awe for, this for his glorious and fearful name, the Lord thy God, then the Lord will make thy plagues wonderful and the plagues of thy seed, even great plagues and of long continuance and sore sicknesses and of long continuance. Moreover, he will bring upon thee all the diseases of Egypt, which thou was afraid of, and they shall cleave unto thee. Now notice verse 61 particularly. Also every sickness and every plague which is not written in the book of this law. Notice again, this is a book of the law. And notice we read from the 15th verse that this is a curse of the law. And our text said, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. We Gentiles, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. Now notice, also every sickness and every plague which is not written in the book of this law, then will the Lord bring upon thee until thou be destroyed. Now one can readily see from these scriptures that sickness and disease is a curse of the law. Notice that there were a number, actually 11, dreadful diseases specifically enumerated. And then in this 61st verse, every sickness and every disease are part of the punishment for breaking God's law. Now in the King James translation, which I read from to you, would leave you to believe that God himself put sickness and afflictions upon his people. For the King James translation read, the Lord will smite thee. However, you need to know that the Old Testament wasn't written in English. The Old Testament was written in Hebrew. And many Hebrew scholars one particular, Dr. Robert Young, who is author of Young's Greek and Hebrew Concordance, 
uh, tells us that uh, these verbs should have been in the permissive sense instead of the causative, but that we didn't have any permissive sense for our verbs. And so the, the translators went ahead and translated it in the causative sense. Dr. Young said actually that these verses should have been translated something like this. The Lord will allow you to be smitten. The Lord will allow these plagues to be brought upon you. You're listening to Rhema for Today. Now let's join our special guest hosts, Craig Hagan and Denise Hagan-Burns. Denise, let's talk about the product offer this month. Um, first of all, we have our, our grandfather's um, CD series, three CDs, entitled Redeemed from Poverty, Sickness, and Spiritual Death. You, you know, it's so awesome what Jesus did on the cross and, and, and how we have been redeemed. And we are redeemed, but you know, and this CD series will will talk about how how we have been redeemed, and it's just just a wonderful wonderful CD series. And then we have um, two mini books. Um, this is um, our dad's mini book, The Past Tense of God's Word, and then um, our grandfather's mini book, A Better Covenant. You know, we we have a better covenant established on better promises. Amen. And um, normally this would be a twenty four ninety for for all of these. But we're going to offer this month for $16.95, a savings of $7.95. So, so redeemed for poverty, sickness, and death, a better covenant, and the past tense of God's word. They'll be a blessing to you. Amen. Amen. Toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, Redeemed from Poverty, Sickness, and Spiritual Death, here on Rama for Today Radio with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.